Hey guys, this is Desiree. And this is Rachel, and you're listening to Diagnose with Children. Anyways, we are family. We're going to talk about the difference. This sounds so formal. All right. Listen. Yo. This is what we're talking about today. Check, check. Wicka, wicka. Your white ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, though. We have been talking a lot lately about the things that we do that are different now versus when we were kids. Like how life's changed and some of the good just trolls down memory lane. And uh, and some of how we were mm-hmm. raised and how we how when we were with our parents, our parents really didn't have sitters. We were with our parents. We're talking about what was normal then ripped. versus now and like the stigmas that have come in. Some of the things were maybe we kind of wish it was like it was when we grew up. Cause, I mean, 90s babies. Right. We grew up good. Like, um, I don't think there was care.com in the 90s. Fuck no. There was nothing. <laughs> It was, it was come go home. to your grandma's house or <laughs> come home when the lights are going on because yep. your ass needs to come in. But even we had more rules in like the 80s. Like there was a lot of different ones then. There's a lot more creepers that came out mm-hmm. in the 90s. Anyways, sidetracked. The biggest thing that we started to briefly talk about was how when we were little, our parents would take us to bars with them. Now, sometimes there was an occasion or something going on, but it was completely normal. It wasn't looked at as weird. You got food, your parents had drinks, there was smoking in the bar, like nobody thought otherwise. We also did it at the bowling alley. Yeah. Yep. Like they would get pitchers of beer, they would bowl. We sometimes would we have would bowl leagues. a game. That's yeah. what my mom and my mom and stepdad were in a league over on the east side. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. And so we'd go with them every week. And it would be like aunts, uncles. See, friends. it was like everybody. And everybody knew Who everybody. Everyone kept That's their what it was. Right. Yeah. Well, and then back then, too, I feel like everyone kept an eye on everyone else's kids. Like, kids just knew that you respected the parents that were in the group. It wasn't like, I'm going to go find my mom because they're going to say something else. It was just like, Seen, hey, not heard. whoever just came in and said, you better stop messing around. You better stop messing around. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You just you just kind of listened and everyone kept an eye on them. So whoever was getting up to go get something did a little check of the kids. It was just mm-hmm. kind of a mutual thing. Now I feel like it's you don't know if you should like look out for somebody else's kids because fucking Karen might come at you and be like, did you just damned if you say do, no to my kid? Don't. Yeah. don't parent my kid. Okay, well, your kid was about to break his arm. So, I mean, if you want Billy to break his arm, cool. Your kid I'll was being an asshole. So I just made him stop. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I kind of would like to have a group of friends as an adult that felt similar. And I know we can't. Because back then be- it really was, it takes a village. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It's still to this day, depending on who you're like, who you associate yeah. with, it is still that that atmosphere. Just depends on who you're around, mm-hmm. but it's more selective. It is back and in the you day. Don't you didn't have everybody. that. It was just right. It really takes a village. Yep. Because I'm thinking like we had friend like it, a lot of it was family, like a lot of that cousins and stuff. But there were friends involved too. It and it was just everyone did the same thing like. I don't know. It's just crazy how we got to this point where, like, you can't say anything. You can't do anything. Well, and look how the world is. I know. You know, you're scared to send your kids places. I know. You can't. I mean, just like you said, you come home when the lights are out. Mm -hmm. 
you don't do that no more. No. And, and like, you have and kids have cell phones now. We I know. We have cell phones. We had landlines. And when we yep. did have cell phones, they were the big fucking Nokia ones that like if you didn't, you didn't have, have text, minutes, you just yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I made that mistake. I used all my text Ooh. messages. I had over 200 text messages. How'd your mom feel about that? It was actually under my aunt. Oh. Jen, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. But I did pay back my dues. My bill was like over $150. Yikes. Because it charged me for every text message I sent and received. Because back then it wasn't unlimited. Yep. It was, oh, I felt so, so bad. I was <clears throat> in the era where my parents were like, why do you need a phone if you're just going to type out a message? So we didn't have texting. Until a long time after, until I like begged for it, because then <clears throat> we had had the internet AOL. at that point. Exactly. So it was, why do you need Kids to type don't even it know out? What dial up is no. <laughs> don't pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. I mean, so now I probably wouldn't like let my kids run around the bowling alley or whatever but you never know i mean i guess it depends on where you're at and if you're with a bunch of kids and they're at a certain age like we were maybe but now it's like frowned upon heaven forbid there be a drink in sight right well and i mean i'm sure our parents didn't think that way right but now we have to because of everything like creeps and like you don't know like stranger danger and i mean i feel like when we were growing up there was stranger danger Mm -hmm. but i just feel like it was just like ingrained in us like you were with the people you're with yeah don't run off anywhere you just knew what to do yeah thinking like were you ever sat down and taught like that person's weird or did you just know that you just didn't really vibe with like you just stayed away from people I just knew. like exactly like and that's not the only topic but there were just little things my husband and i talked about it too like watching tv shows doing different things like that you just knew like what was right and what was wrong and that was it Mm -hmm. we didn't need a picture painted yep like you also knew when to just not tell your parents something (laughs) and then when to tell your parents something mom mom told you everything mommy mommy (laughs) mother what (laughs) hi (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean it's become a thing now you have to paint a fucking picture to every single thing which is like, I feel like it's, I always talk about TikToks, but it's, I feel like it's like the, the moms that are like trying not to lose their shit, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. yep. I just call parenting really hard not to have to always paint a picture. I like a balance. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not really a yeller. I don't really like to do any of that stuff to the kids. I mean, we joke around with it, but I don't do that kind of thing, which is probably a little bit more of a new age. <clears throat> so... Okay, that's parenting a tactic. Perfect segue into what we were talking about. Growing up in your household, mm-hmm. were your parents yellers? No. Okay. Weren't yellers, so, weren't hitters, weren't nothing. So when they were upset with you, they talked to you in a stern voice? I or mean, did they yell? Look. <clears throat> I never really did this sounds bad, but I never really did anything to get in trouble. Shayla's perfect. But I was the baby. So she got rid of okay. away with everything. <clears throat> so my brother, though, he got the wrath a little <laughs> bit more. But there wasn't necessarily a lot of yelling, but my dad put the fear of fucking God into just him. Just in his voice. Yep. And you just didn't. That was but it. But did he raise his voice <clears throat> to him? Not not really, no. It was it more was of a, a stern, stern tone. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it rarely ever happened. I mean, but we also didn't, like... I don't... We weren't a, like... Um, 
a grounding household. It just didn't happen in our household. That wasn't a thing. Um, And even if it would have, I don't think anybody would have listened. But we had a big household. I mean, you saw that. There was like 10 or 11 of us at one Mm -hmm. point. Grandma and grandpas were there. Mm -hmm. And so if parents punished, grandpa would have been like, no, you can go outside. Like (laughs) That would have been the concept. So there wasn't any of it. But we just kind of knew. Like when you got in trouble, if someone was like, look, this is not okay. You don't do that. You just didn't. That was it. You didn't argue. You didn't try to plead your case really it was pretty much just i don't like it you might have said that but you walked your ass upstairs and that was the end of it it wasn't like a whole discussion about it there were little things that should have been different like i do think more emphasis on it being okay to show emotion and to do things like that was probably needed in our household however there's a balance between being over emotional and too much and then i think we're on to something here emotions yeah you oh what (laughs) so do you feel like yeah but i feel like you said there should have been more emphasis on showing emotion what kind of emotion on anything being okay to show emotion do you feel like it wasn't because everybody hid it was, their feelings or? It was very much implied that you just didn't. It was okay. Well, this was a big thing. It was okay for girls. Okay. We could be emotional, but boys really shouldn't be emotional. They never shamed. Like it was never shamed if you were a boy and you were emotional, but we never really saw like my father didn't. There was no emotion. Like when you were sad, he didn't show it. So I think a lot of that bled through that we didn't really see our dad upset or emotional in that aspect. Like if something bad happened, he didn't cry or anything like that. Never cried in front of us. Okay. So I'm sure he did, but never. The only time we ever saw him upset was like when his mother passed away, but we still never saw him cry. We almost did maybe, but still never saw him. We know he did. It came close. That was when we knew, you know, that he Mm -hmm. hurt, but like it just wasn't a thing. Okay. Um... And so that's one thing that I feel like maybe should have been engaged a little bit differently. But that was also different times. I don't think it was unnormal <clears throat> or uncommon for yeah men specifically to rare not that we saw my stepdad yeah. upset or to not cry. show that kind mm-hmm. of emotion. Yep. So I think there should be a little bit more of a balance on that because it is absolutely okay when you're upset to show it. But I think there's a lesson that can kind of come from it. So like we try to do. It's okay to be a little bit irate and to have a little bit of exaggerated emotions and even be a little bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. But you have your little mess and then you pull it together. That's kind of how we teach it, which maybe it shows some of that you're is human. wrong. But exactly. So if, you know, Emma, for example, if she's getting super upset, I let her have her little bit, her little moment for the most part. Have to your meltdown. Then come back and we're going to regroup. And if we're getting a little way out of crazy you know, whatever, then we'll reel her in a little bit. But for the most part, it's okay to just have a moment. We also talk about it's okay to be angry. I mean, so that's that's more of a new age tactic, though. Yeah. I would say, compared to when we were growing up. So I feel like uh, with my family, we're yellers. Yeah. So, like, and I, I catch myself now, like, even though AB is only going to be one, mm-hmm. um, I find myself when I get frustrated to raise my voice. And I'm catching myself. Sure. Because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. Even if it's like the smallest thing. Like I catch myself like raising my voice. So um, I feel like there's a difference though between raising your voice and yelling at your child. No, I feel like I catch myself yelling. Like I raise my voice over the girls to say like 
what are you doing? But I don't really like look them in the eye and yell at them when they've done something wrong. That really is a thing. It was so funny. I mean, obviously, AB doesn't even know like what I'm saying, probably. But like one time recently, I yelled at her. Wasn't even her fault. Like she was (laughs) I was doing dishes and she was playing in the cat water. Oh, like I just gave you a bath. You know, it's just like I'm trying to put the house together. But at the same time, it was just like every little thing was just like irking me. And I felt myself blowing up and T was right there and I heard her and then I just lost it. (laughs) And then she's like, give her here. And I'm like, no, you know, like because I was just so fucking mad. And it wasn't even that, you know, it was like you lost your shit for a minute Mm -hmm. and then like. She was crabby, and I knew, and, and it probably was like projecting a it. Yeah, and so then you know, of course, when she's a sweet, innocent, just like snuggling. Well, and the mom guilt me. kicks in. Yeah, and then I'm like, and I was just talking to her. She didn't know what the f I'm saying, you know, half asleep because she's milk drunk. But I'm just like, I'm sorry, mommy yelled at I'm you. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> so that's another thing, though, is like when we, if I lose my cool, I go back and apologize. No different yeah, than I would expect bit. them to come back and do the same. It's teaching that it's a level of respect, too, that comes from it. Most of the time, they have no idea. Like, they forgot that anything even happened. Right. And they're looking at me like, But it's acknowledging okay, that you it's were okay, wrong. Mommy. It's okay, Yep. We do that a lot. I mean, right down to the three-year-old, she does it also now. So if she loses her cool, she'll say sorry for it. But we have to try to teach her a little bit more because sometimes she'll just say sorry <laughs> and to everything. And I'm like, no, you don't have to be sorry about... You know, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. This is what we're sorry about. We're sorry for overreacting or we're sorry if we, you know, whatever. And we talk about why we did it too, like what we were feeling when it happened, which again, that's another new age thing. That's not really an old school thing. I feel like when I was growing up too, my mom, when she would get mad and yell or mm-hmm. whatever, I think there was a couple times that she, like we talked about it after everything Especially when I got older, you know, we'd have a big blow up or whatever. And then, you know, we'd talk about like we'd regroup. Right. And she'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm really stressed out or which was usually the case because she was always ripping and running. And and most of the time, like and some people are like, yeah, but you need to learn to deal with your stress so you don't take it on other people. Fuck you. But we're also (laughs) but like this thing is you're also human. Yeah. Communicating about it is better than you just doing it and thinking you don't need any kind of apology or anything when you did it towards somebody else for no reason. But acknowledging that you overreacted, in my opinion, is perfectly healthy. I feel like I'm learning that now, like even in therapy or like whatever, like I I'm learning that a lot of the things that I picked up when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I carry it into my marriage. Mm hmm. And some bad, some good. Sure. Um, but the bad, I really try, obviously, to work on because with the whole, like, blowing up thing. Mm-hmm. Like, T's not, she'll shut down. Okay. So, like, I've noticed if there was uh, tension growing up, mm-hmm. you could feel it. But yeah. it was never talked about. Like, sure. you could cut the tension with a knife, right? Yeah. But it was just, like, swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I hate that feeling. Yeah. So I want to blow up. But then I also want to go back and be like, I know that was wrong. 
you want to deal with it though. But yes, like, when you feel it, you want to deal with it head on. Mm-hmm. You're like, we need to nip this in the bud because I'm done. It's so hard. It's so hard. I'm more though. of that kind of person though, too though. It, like if we if we were to ever argue about anything. I'm much more of a like, cool, we argued, we took 15 minutes, now let's talk about it because we need to move on. And he might not be more that way. Mm-mm. He's more of like, a, well, I'm not sure how I want to deal with this or I don't want to talk about whatever it was. And I'm like, no, because it's time to move on. Here's because that thing. shit's going to come up exactly. later. Um, here's another one, which I don't know if it happens a lot, but do you argue in front of your children? Uh, yeah. Or yell in front of. I mean, children. yeah, it's happened. It's only been a year, but yeah. I mean, I don't know how much, but I feel like that's when she's healthy. Older, would you yell at your spouse in front of her, or do you think you'd keep it? I don't know about yell, mm-hmm. but I do feel like. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I do feel like it is healthy to have communication or miscommunication in front of your disagreeing. Kid. Disagreeing and discussing is different. I'm talking about straight yelling at each other. No, I yeah, feel like that would be... We don't do it, so... Because I don't want that to be a norm for her. Right. We don't yell at but each other. But that's easier said than done because I don't know, like, when yep. she gets older, like, what she... Like, yeah, I don't know. We don't yell at each other in front of the kids, but I'm trying but, like, to think... We don't really yell at each other They need to anyways. see problem solving. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, there was a lot of, like I said, you could feel the tension. Yep. But nothing was ever... There was they, no big yelling or fighting, even though see, we yelled at yeah. each other. There was no big, like, huge arguments or, like, whatever. It was kind of like, sure. okay, here's the tension. We're going to sweep it under the rug, and, yeah. and maybe in a couple of days it'll be fine. Whereas I feel like you need to communicate through whatever's going on. It's okay. I'd rather have you blow up at each other and then talk about it and be done with it than not blow up at each other. But I feel like that's was, what was passed down. Like, that's sure. what I break, brought into being. But you're aware of it, so yeah. it's different. Yeah, we don't we don't really yell at each other a lot, period, if at all, even when we're arguing. Um, but we let the kids see small like disagreements, obviously not really heated agreements. Most of the time they're like in the other room or whatever. But the one thing that they always see is um, us like make up. So they'll see us hug or hold hands or do something afterwards or be our normal selves to where they see us talk through something and then be back to being, yeah, being a human normal. Yep. So they see the whole process. Well, and I think that's healthy too, because even being siblings, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to try and kill each other. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're their best. They're their best friends. Die. Yeah. Yeah. They're right or die. <laughs> Riley's for like, sure punching Like, I may beat your Emma. ass, but nobody else is beating your ass right. because... <laughs> Riley's a little pint-sized self. Yeah, she's definitely kicking someone's ass for Emma. And Emma's from the Amazon, so... Yes. <laughs> definitely happening. Wonder Woman. I, do you um, ever recall, like, your parents or even, like, people you were close to that were adults showing affection in front of you? Like, huggers? Do they kiss? Do they do things like that? So that's so crazy that you say that because... We just talked about this in marriage therapy two weeks ago. And what did they say about it? They asked about affection. They asked, like, when you were growing up, did you see affection? Mm -hmm. How was affection given to you? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy to think about, but, I mean, besides, like, my mom's wedding or, like, I didn't really see it that much. It was more of, like, us siblings, you know, like giving love to each other or my mom gave love to us mm-hmm. but never like 
your parents. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. So that's I interesting saw, that you say that. I saw my parents, but it wasn't anywhere near as much affection as the kids see of myself and my husband. Yeah. Nothing inappropriate. Like that's not what we're talking about. No, so don't but go I mean, there, like, people. Hugs, but like kisses, yep, whatever. They like, see us I love play. Yours. They see us dance together around in the kitchen. They see us giggle and laugh and uh, play wrestle things like that. They see all of it. Yeah, that's so crazy that you brought that up. I mean, that seems to be a big thing for people, though. Some people are way against it, and others are okay with it. But they right, again, they see that's it. human. Like that's. I feel like it's building or teaching relationships someday that they can see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to be babies forever. So, like, we obviously have our lines for like what's inappropriate and what's appropriate at, at particular ages and whatnot. But like. Seeing your parents love each other, I don't feel like is inappropriate. Even if they fall out of love later, the point is, is that at one point in time, this was affection to someone else. Yeah. That wasn't, like I said, we saw my parents, but it wasn't as much. Right. I don't know if that's a generational thing, though, too, because I'm trying to think back to my grandparents and like they didn't show a lot of affection, but you could see in their eyes how much they loved each other. That was the thing is like, you could see when they looked or talked about each other, how much they were crazy about each other, but they still slept in separate beds. Yeah. My great grandparents did the same thing, but I don't know if that became a thing because they got older. Like I'd have to find out, I guess if they did when they were like younger and just as they got older and their health started to change if they slept in separate beds when they got older or if it was a constant but thing. Again, but again, I think that's generational passed down because especially with like the affection thing, mm-hmm. it could be. I mean, it it really could be. So I just don't know if things change with the times too. Mm-hmm. And so it was inappropriate to do it versus now like and like what was acceptable then right and what yeah and maybe maybe like maybe my parents saw their parents more affectionate in their household when they were younger and when they were growing up than i did because i lived with my grandparents so maybe i just didn't see it they were older or whatever but i will never forget the love that i saw in their eyes for each other though it was yeah. like an unbreakable thing your grandma and grandpa were so damn cute i know i miss them me too and hardy's remember when oh, take you to hardy's everybody man <laughs> telling you see that's the thing staples yeah living over at your friend's house i mean man i always knew when i was over at your house we were gonna eat good (laughs) i could have whatever i wanted to drink yep and your grandparents were gonna take us to breakfast (laughs) my grandpa was like notorious all right get in the car let's go let's go get some breakfast oh yeah that white lincoln yeah that's how he rode in style with his little Yorkie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I feel like I could still taste the breakfast. I'm so fat. But like that. <laughs> that's just memories, though. Mm-hmm. It's no different than like, do you ever have um, like a scent that just triggers instant memory? Yeah, scent's a big grandma, one for my me. My great grandma. Yep. Sometimes people will say, and I mean, I guess this is how I don't know how you feel about it but where you'll get a whiff of something that smelled like them that came out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah that's the one that triggers you have no idea where it came from but it's an instant memory of them i feel like in the past year we've had instances where we've caught a b sitting in her crib or in her room playing and we have a picture of my grandma on the wall mm-hmm. and she'll just be Talk cracking up yeah so cracking up smiling and so she'll be like what are you looking at that's funny because fiona and riley will both respond to pictures of great grandparents that are on the wall they'll go over to them and like uh giggle smile out of nowhere that's 
So weird. Mm, Riley did it when she was little, and Fiona does it now, too. Yeah. Like, they that know who these comfort. people are. It does Never me, too. Met em. Never yep. met them. Never met them. It's yeah. just... I'd like to believe that that's what's going on, that they they know who these people are. Because they're not scared. No. It, there's no fear at all. It's literally just, like, they know who these people are from one picture. But I think it's, like, a lot of... Uh, it's just... It's okay. It, I was getting tears to it. It's okay. I get it. It's just like because you wish that it would be there. So that they could have seen them. Yeah, they met could have met them. them. But I mean, I feel like that gives me comfort. I feel like they have to be there. I feel like you grow out of it a little bit and you start to not see things maybe that you would have seen before. But there's a reason why. Because in my mind, you don't look at a picture of somebody you've never seen or met before and only specifically respond to those things as a baby, especially. Yeah. You no. can see a picture of somebody else. Like, she'll respond the way she responds to seeing a picture of Emma. Well, she knows Emma. She sees Emma every day. So why would she respond the same to mm -hmm. a picture of somebody she's never met? Yeah. Like, it's a guarantee. But that should be comfort. Yeah. That's exactly how it should be. Because it makes you sad. But then it also is like, oh, like, she does know who she, she is. Yeah. Or like, you know. There's still a piece of their life, even though they're not here. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Not that I have boogers on my nose. <laughs> it's okay. We accept it. We kind of, you know, we kind of branched off in this episode a little bit from what we were originally talking to, but I think it was good topics. The yeah, because what we've carried on, like, yeah, from when we were little to yep. now. The other thing, these are more like big lessons and hot topics. This is a big, big topic. Were you spanked as a kid? Yeah. I was not. But Lucky. my mom did bust out a wooden spoon. Or a plastic one if she felt like Girl, it. Girl, we got everything my mom could get her hands on. If there was a shoe, if there was a, a spoon. And do you think you'll carry that over into your own children? I don't know. Like, I, I to be honest, I really don't know. Like, there's a difference between, you know, obviously getting beat and getting, yep. like, whacked, right? Yep. Or, like, you know, like, you slap somebody's hands. But then it's like, I don't want them to hit. Right. So... Why would I hit them? But then at the same time, it was like when we were little, like when we were said, no, we yep. were swatted. Yeah, like, a little swat on the hand. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Then we knew no. Okay. Don't do that. But then there's also those instances where like my sister was a thug. So like she, <laughs> <laughs> like my mom, she could whack her and she'd be like, Bitch. I will hit you back. <laughs> like, no, my sister was, she, oh, she was just so bad. But yeah, she had, like, no fear, and so I feel like with that, it kind of, like, backfired because it taught them to hit, but I don't know. That's a weird, like, it's it's a, it's a thing. It's like a discipline, It's a different but, topic right now. Yeah. But I want to clarify. We were talking, nobody was beat. No. We're not talking straight-up abuse, anything like that. Mm -hmm. I know some people are going to disagree, and they're going to be like, well, getting spanked is abuse, blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about that, okay? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you went reaching for something you weren't supposed to have that was dangerous. You got a little pop on the hand. We're talking about a big one, though, that I, and my family never did this, but uh, people who cussed got swatted on the mouth for being disrespectful. <laughs> I had friends who got that. If they were swearing in front of somebody or they were just really mouthing off, they got a little tap. We never did any of that. But uh, I don't use it with my kids now, but I've never felt the need to either. Like I said, we par I parent a little bit different. We use a little bit more talking, communication, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, do you feel like you're traumatized from your no getting popped in the hand? No. I'm just curious. I have uh, one of my best friends. Uh, 
dad, who I feel like is a father figure to me, he did the good old flick. Oh. oh, and it hurt so bad. Like, <laughs> oh, it hurt so bad. And like every time he would flick them, I'm like, oh, I could, I could hear that. Like, I Ooh. know that hurt. <laughs> but it's like, no, but it's, it, it was effective. <laughs> it worked. But I feel like there was a different level. Some might argue, and be like, that's fear, not respect. No, I feel like we grew up to respect things, boundaries. I mean, I feel like I have some sense. Well, it's the thing. It's common sense. Was and I like, didn't get it knocked out of me. But I got it instilled. <laughs> well, the, also, though, did you feel like you needed it written down in, like, actual directions for you? Or did you just kind of learn, like, hey, this happens. If I do that, I'm not going to do that. Or in your brain, you just knew, like, being a dick to somebody is fucking wrong. And there are consequences. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like we have to discuss how being mean hurts people's feelings. Like, bitch, do you like being told <laughs> whatever? Like, no. <laughs> like, this is... We are so enabling and so crazy now that it's just dance it. no, we're not like, God, that's the thing I think that grinds my gears the most is like having to explain all of it when like I had common sense as a kid. I knew that street is busy. Watch for fucking cars. Yeah. Like, I, yep, I don't. But then you also don't want to be the mean mom and be like, I shouldn't have to freaking spell it out for right. you. But at the same time, it's like, just no, just don't. Some I'm trying to get like I'm what I'm trying to teach is how to use some of those instincts, that little voice in your head that says this is not a good idea. You should probably listen to. Mm -hmm. I had no trouble listening to it. I didn't need someone to give me direction to listen. I just listened. But sometimes I feel like I got to explain, like, remember that little part of you that says mm, maybe I shouldn't listen to that one because that's the right one. Right. <laughs> like, um, but I never had I felt like I needed anybody to explain it. I just kind of knew maybe yeah. that was from older siblings. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, that but could be because you were the baby mm -hmm. and you saw all of their mess up. So you were like, ooh, probably not going to do that. I just, yeah, I probably sat back and just watched. Like, <laughs> oh, Let's get the popcorn. You. But I was a people pleaser too. Like I didn't want to disappoint anybody. Same. To a fault almost. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, neither did I. I never liked, so as much as I don't really care what people think, I never liked to know that people disliked me, especially if they didn't have a reason. Like, and they just didn't. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, what did I do to you? Mm -hmm. But it would, like, eat away at me to find it out. So even though, ultimately, I don't really care if people don't like things about me, when I find out that they don't, or specifically that they just don't like me for some reason, like, it, what like, the fuck's your problem? Away. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, what did I ever do to you? Because I, for the most part, give everyone... Love. Yeah, I don't really care. I feel it. Unless you hurt me, like, we're just gonna move... <laughs> You flicked me off on the daily, I feel like. So pretty sure we have a picture of that from tonight recording anyways. So those are the biggest topics I feel like though when it comes to like childhood. Other than, I would like, love people to weigh yeah. in on that. Yeah. Did you get the belt? Uh only once. So my great grandma had a wooden paddle. She was real old school. And yes. she kept it in a drawer underneath the um, microwave. So you knew as soon as she was walking, even, but my aunts and uncles too, they'd be like, oh, we're over there. Yep. We're going to the microwave. <laughs> as soon as you ran the other way, because you know I was going down. But like, yeah, no, I think like my mom, I mean, whatever she could grab really wasn't a belt. It was mostly like shoes or like, <laughs> or like poor mom, boots. your poor mom. But half the time it's because she didn't want to chase our fast asses. She'd be like, <laughs> like a boomerang. Her. Get your ass. 
Her aim was strong. <laughs> she never missed. Did she? It might hit you in the head. It might hit you in the ass. But you were going to feel it. She's going to hit you somehow. <laughs> She's either tripping you on your way or mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Yeah, I, I guess I just didn't. You were such a good kid. I was smart. I feel like that's what it was. But my parents were real honest about things, too. Like, I remember hitting that age where, like, everyone started to drink. Like, you know, that teenage years where, like, your parents weren't dumb. Mm-hmm. They knew that you were probably drinking at some point in time. You're in high school, whatever. It's probably happening. I always got the, if you need someone, we'll come get you. Don't be afraid to call. Yep. Don't My be mom afraid was to the call. same way. Um, and then I got used common sense. So I specifically remember a scenario where everyone was drinking. We were in somebody who was old enough to have an apartment. We were still young, un- way underage. But somebody was old enough to have an apartment. It must have been like some kind of upperclassman or whatever. Everyone decided to drink except for me. I just said, you know what? This doesn't feel like Could a drive. good scenario. No, we weren't old enough to drive yet. Oh. Well, maybe we were, but I didn't you drive. You didn't realize something. Yeah. Okay. We might have just been old enough to drive. I don't remember fully. I don't think we did. In this scenario, though, there wasn't. we weren't driving. Mm-hmm. But everyone was drinking, and then, you know, you invite boys over, and it gets loud, and it was an apartment building, and not on the ground level or anything. Mm. So the cops Party got called, call. right? And I remember sitting there and they gave everyone breathalyzers and everyone blew. But the only one smart enough to say, what did I blow was me who was completely sober and knew I wouldn't have blown anything. Uh, And they showed me my breathalyzer. Everyone else got minors except for me. I had to call my parents to come get me from my friend's house because we eventually got dropped back off at our friend's house afterwards. And my dad just laughed. (laughs) <laughs> because everyone else was I could see it. silly. Yeah, he just was I like, ooh, that. you troublemaker. You know, he mm-hmm. it was a joke, but he was more proud of the fact that I didn't get anything. I used my head. It was common just to say no to this scenario. But then later I found out, I have a friend whose uh, father's a police officer who said, whenever you blow a breathalyzer, you should always ask to see it. But nobody else asked to see it except for me. Well, because they nothing. knew that they were blowing nothing. But you should or always you know. ask. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... It's okay to do those things, but that just shows that common sense is a big thing. And that also shows you that you called your dad. Obviously, mm-hmm. you had to get picked up, but, like, you weren't afraid to call your dad. No, and right. he came right over to get me. Right. So that's those are some of the things I try to teach, or I'm going to try to teach the kids. No matter how much of a trouble you are. Exactly. It's okay to call. You can call me. It's okay. I'll come get you. No questions asked. Like, But at the end of the we'll day... We'll deal with it later. We, yeah, we'll have a discussion but I'm not going to judge you for doing it. I'd rather you just came home safe, regardless of the scenario. Right. Yep. So, yeah, that was one of the situations here. Almost all the people I knew growing up got minors except for me. Did Dang. you ever get one? Hell no. Yeah, no. A smart. See, that's the thing. The street smarts came through. <laughs> Your ass knew what to do. Or you knew how to hide. One of the two. But, a little both. Um, we never did. But, honestly, I was never really in scenarios where, like, I guess a lot of we were going to yeah, get I guess caught. a lot of friends growing up, even when we weren't talking, like, a lot of friends mm-hmm. got minors for mm-hmm. sure. I never did. But it's like, come on, y'all. Hey, common sense. Come on. Now, would your mom have just picked you up if you had drank without questions asked, or would it have been, like, a whole thing? She would have picked me up. She would have been worried. Yeah. But, like, I knew I could always call her. Even when I got sick, when I wasn't supposed to. I mean, I think I was of age. Oh, maybe not. Nope. I think I was underage. I don't know. I did some... Not so good things. It wasn't just alcohol, guys. <laughs> sure. But um, 
I told my friend, hey, call my mom. Yeah. And of course, my mom's like thinking the worst. Like, should I bring her to the hospital? Really, I just wanted Taco Bell. So put it together. (gasps) But like, you know, like she was worried. But of course, she was right there. And I knew even in my wrong state of mind, like, hey, call my mom. Yeah. Because I had thrown up and whatever. But like, it wasn't a thing until... We talked about it later, but it was no questions asked. I mean, she well, was even like, okay. then, was it yelling or was it just more like, what were you thinking or what, what were you doing or what happened? She or just, whatever? what were you doing? Like, yep. what did you do? Just trying to understand yep. what was going on. The scenario. Yeah. So, and I mean, I could have asked anybody to come get yep. me, but I, it was my mom. Yeah. Like, my mom come get me, you know? So. I always try to instill to it in the kids now that like, if you get getting in trouble is normal for one, mm-hmm. we want you to get in a little bit of trouble because I feel like that's how you learn mm-hmm. is by making mistakes. But, um, I can't help you if you don't tell me the truth. So when we talk about lying and telling the truth, things like that, I said, you can tiptoe around it, but eventually I'll find out and you're going to, it's going to be more consequences if you lie for one, than if you just told the truth, which is so simple and it's hard to understand as a kid. Right. But also I made it clear that if you get into trouble, I can't help you if you don't tell me exactly what you did. Like, you need to tell me the truth. So, like, we're talking older. Say you get in trouble and you break a light on a car or so, something mm-hmm. of that nature. I can't help you get out of that scenario unless you tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather you told me. I'm not going to lie and say there's probably not going to be a lecture because guarantee there is because oh, I love be. me some lectures because it happens a lot. But... I'm going to be less upset if you just tell me what happened. I think I was more afraid growing up to get busted by my mom when I knew I was wrong. Like, I don't know. It was like weird. If I knew I was going to be in real big trouble Mm -hmm. or like I was scared about something, I'd always call my mom. But if I was coming home, like, say, underage drinking or whatever, Mm -hmm. like whatever it may be. My stepdad usually covered for me and said, get your ass in your room because maybe he just didn't want to deal with it. And maybe maybe because he knew, even though it wasn't really legal, he knew that I was like being sort of responsible, like not getting in a car, not driving, whatever. Like I was at a neighbor's or whatever. Yep. Yep. And I came in and he knew that my mom would be super furious if like she seen me drunk or like Mm -hmm. whatever. You know, and so he would just be like, go to your room. Yep. You know, and then the next day he'd be like, oh, how was your night? Did you right. tell your mom what time you got in? Like, little things That's like so that. Cute. But, yeah, there's a couple times where my friends are like, oh, my God. That's a big topic, though, too, I think, because we would be given, like, the, we didn't really talk about it. Like, my parents didn't need to know that we were out drinking, but they knew. Like, they right. knew when we were underage, we were. Mm-hmm. The thing was always, uh, don't get in a car with somebody who's been drinking don't drive yourself if you've been drinking and preferably it was go somewhere and stay there that was it so if you're gonna drink at someone's house like just stay there and we always did yes just and we are not condoning underage drinking because that is terrible but it happened it's realistic (laughs) that it's gonna happen real life i feel like there's a level of like how young but it's gonna happen but how you handle it i think is different so I don't know. Yeah. That that was how our scenario was though. Yeah. We I mean we knew it was it was about to go down, but And my mom was a younger mom too, so she like knew all the tricks, you know what I mean? So that was a little different. Mine were old school, so like they just assumed it was gonna happen and just didn't want us to be right. dumb. But yours was like, 
uh-uh, I know where you're hiding it, or I know what you're doing, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that. That must have been rough. It was. Because <laughs> my aunts were trying to give me, like, pointers on, like, how to sneak stuff and, like, whatever. And my mom was like, oh, I know those wine coolers are in your jeans wrapped up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, don't I feel like I, it was a setup. I don't think I ever had to sneak anything, though, either. I don't know. Maybe we just hung out with cool parents, but, like, I yeah. never needed to. Most of, it was, most of it was, like, a parent was usually around, too, when it was happening. Honestly, they were, like, doing their own thing, but, like, they knew. And mm-hmm. as long as nobody was getting in the car drunk or driving drunk or whatever, they were fine with it. As long as everyone was being safe. I mean, there were friends that we had that got pulled over by cops who knew that there were people in the car that were underage that had been drinking and they just said just get home safe because they knew that the person driving was not drinking Mm -hmm. and all they cared about was that all these kids got home safe they didn't give a crap what you were doing they just didn't want to deal with what was going to happen now it's like put yourself in like now Mm -hmm. you think you handle it the same as like your parents like with your oldest or even your youngest, like Honestly, later. I think I'll be okay with it depending on how her attitude is. is. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like your maturity level says a lot about what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yep. If I know that she's using common sense more, I don't think I'm going to get as worried about it. But if, but if you the see common her, like... sense is lacking, <laughs> there might be more consequences. But I also think if you push too hard, you're just going to push them right into it. Yep. So you got to find a balance. But uh, that goes back to communication. Right. It's, there should be no shame in communicating with your kids, I feel like. Well, and that brings us to the topic of, which is a whole other topic, but like what's the balance? You don't want to be a friend to your kid. Yeah. And you that's really find... hard. It's really hard to just be a parent. I feel like the words communication and respect are a big thing. Just because they're children doesn't mean they don't deserve respect. Especially when you're hitting teenage years. Like, your ass can get pregnant. You can do all these other adult things. And then at 18, still considered a teenager, you can go to war and all that, but we're not going to respect them like they're adults. Like, you're supposed to mold them like adults, and respect is a big part of that. You want them to respect you, you kind of have to respect them. Now, there's a level of authority still, because you are the adult, the responsible party. Mm -hmm. But I think you have to teach those things, and then but that shows maybe that comes in. You know I mean, mean, hopefully it works. I mean, hoping it works out. <laughs> I mean, if not, I mean, it continues. I got a wooden spoon. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. I think we're gonna end it there, though. I mean, how do you parent? We'll probably drop stuff on social media before this one comes out. But like, what are your thoughts? How were you raised? Did Was you come discipline? in? Yeah. How were what, your parents? What was the discipline like? Was there affection between your parents? Did you see much of it? Was uh, there fighting? Yep. Did you come in when the lights went on, or did you have a set curfew or time you had to be in? Were you grounded? And if you were grounded, did the grounding last? Because a lot of people I knew would be grounded, <laughs> and it lasted like maybe 24 hours, if that. And then that was it. So. One of my friends growing up, you know who you are, but like <laughs> her parents, they'd be like, you're grounded. And, like, you're not going anywhere. And then I would be the only one allowed to come over. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I had a friend like that, too, who was, you're grounded. You can't leave the house. But Rachel can come over. Yep. It's okay. So you're really not grounded. Yep. Yep. I had one of those. So, yeah. Um, we'll, maybe we'll drop some questions or something. Mm-hmm. Stand by for that. Uh, otherwise, that's it. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.
be sure to follow us on Instagram at diagnosed underscore with underscore children. You can find us on Facebook also, or you can visit our website at www.diagnosedwithchildren.com. Bye.